0: Let this sink in for a moment. The lack of financial education cost Americans $450 billion in 2021. 78% of American homeowners are living paycheck to paycheck. And right now, most American homeowners are equity rich and cash poor. That's another word for broke. The media isn't helping you, Schools aren't helping you, and the government for sure isn't going to save you. As a top 1% mortgage professional and seasoned investor, I cannot sit around and watch these life-changing skills that I've learned outside of traditional schooling be unused, untaught, and thrown in the trash can. So until these statistics change, I'll be here every single week preaching and teaching personal and professional finance Information that you can use in your life, however that looks, whether you are 16 or 60. Hey, friends, welcome back to another Happy Homeowner podcast. Today is all about homeowners insurance. So, at this point in my 16 year career in the mortgage industry, I've got a lot of homeowners under management. I don't like to call them clients, I like to call them homeowners under management. And uh, the one thing I do know is if you own a home, you gotta have insurance on it, especially if you have a mortgage, you gotta have it insured, right? If you don't have a mortgage and you own your home free and clear, it's all the more reason to have homeowners insurance. And so today we're not, this isn't your typical podcast, like what is homeowners insurance? I was talking with Luke. Uh, Luke Blankenship the other day, he's a great local insurance professional that I like to recommend. And Luke and I were having a conversation around, you know, hey, a client of mine last year, uh, we, have, we, we get wind storms up here in Washington State often, and we have a lot of trees still, right? And a client had a limb, a big limb of a tree, crash through their, what do they call it? Like a carport garage. Yep. They couldn't get their car out. And this was hilarious. I was telling Luke, we were just talking insurances. 11.45 at night, this poor lady is calling me, her mortgage guy. And, and first off, I was like, this is awesome. Anytime a client's calling me at 11 o'clock at night, it's either a butt dial or it's an emergency. So I oftentimes try to pick up, right? And uh, so I pick up and I had a conversation with her and she was clearly upset, um, scared, uh, didn't know what to do. So she was like, I just, I, I just called Junis. I'm sitting here going, this is awesome. I think you un, you know you have a good mortgage practice or a good business. When people are calling you for stuff like that, I said, it's okay. I said, let me pull up your file. Uh, let me find out who your insurance professional is, uh, your insurance company is, and we need to reach out to them. Or do you know that off the top of your head? And she didn't. So I was able to help her with that, walked her through what she needed to do next. I tell you that story because today is... Um, is all about that. What if that happens to you? And the reason why we have insurance is not, you know, oh, what if this happens to me? Something will happen to you one day where you need to initiate your insurance, whether it's, a claim at your house, whether it's damage from your house or a wa- hot water heater leaking, or let's just a total side note, you're driving down the road and you get in an accident. That's why we have insurances. So Luke, I really want to thank you for coming out today. Yeah, thanks for having And me, uh, yeah, we're going to cover that scenario. So you're at your house. And it could be anything, Uh, a neighbor could, uh, you know, have their car stolen and someone runs through
1: your house with their car, a tree could fall on your property, your hot water heater could leak. Exactly, yeah, you have, you know, your washer and dryer's upstairs, Mm -hmm. like a lot of people's houses are, um, and they can fail and and leak through your house. So, I mean, this is why it's absolutely- So those are like the more
0: common type things, but anything like that, that happens, take a deep breath. What do I do next? So I always tell clients and I know you're going to you're going to mirror this. If it's an emergency or someone's life is in danger obviously, you're calling 911. So Yes. First and foremost, take a take a, a good glimpse of the landscape. And if nobody's hurt, um, call 911. But in the case of my client, and I've had another client call me before where um, a tree did fall through their living room during a windstorm and a rainstorm and literally water and wind was coming through their house. So um, that was more of an emergency there. But let's talk about this right now. So something happens and it's not a life-threatening emergency. So 911 did not need to be called What do we do next?
1: Yeah, so a good example is um, a friend of mine. He uh, has a rental house and one of his uh, tenants call him and says, "Uh, I just came home and there's like two inches of water Mm. in the entryway. And so he said, okay, well, the first thing what you're going to do is call your either your insurance agent call either uh, go on, you can actually go online or you can just call your insurance company just directly and they'll connect you with a, a claims rep
0: okay yep. so it's really important you guys and this is something when I take a mortgage application I ask my clients this all the time because as a mortgage professional we are in charge of the escrow payouts of your insurance your homeowners insurance and your property taxes so I always ask my clients, Obviously you have cars, correct? You have cars um, and, and I'm sure they're insured. Do you have a local, and the key word there is local insurance professional that you like to work with? Majority of my clients say, no, we use ABC company on the internet or you know, the famous uh, company with the lizard or whatever that for their car insurance. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with that per se. Um, they're insured, but here's the thing. When you need someone the most, you need to know that you're reaching out to someone that one, you can get a hold of that's gonna give you great advice, but number two, I like local professionals. I like local financial planners, I like local insurance professionals, I like, in my industry, local mortgage professionals, real estate agents that specialize in the local marketplace because they understand the market better, they can give you better advice. And so, number one, I'll ask them, do you have a local insurance professional that you want to use or that you know? Most of the time they say no, That's when I like to introduce them to people like Luke that are local, that can actually look at their situation and give the best advice for the type of insurance they need. Most homeowners insurance policies that mortgage companies need are very elementary and they're very similar. You can go anywhere to get them. It's the additional advice you'll get from a guy like Luke, for example, that will be able to look a little bit deeper and ask a couple of additional questions, maybe bundle your auto and your home to save you a little bit more money. So going back to the first step, the first thing in the event of emergency, you have to know who your insurance company and your insurance agent is. That's important. So if you don't, here's your homework, friends and clients of mine. Reach out to me if you don't know, and I can find that out for you. Number two, in your phone. So I have a section in my phone under notes, has all my passwords, username and passwords for all my accounts for my wife if something were to happen to me. Put your insurance in there. Our insurance is actually in ours. And so it's very important to know that. So number one, work with a local insurance company if you can. Number two, know who they are. So something happens, you call your insurance company, they're gonna connect you to the claims department. Okay, from there, what can we expect?
1: Yeah, so what they're gonna do is they're then going to... ask you just a number of questions. Okay. You walked in the house, you got two inches of water. Do you know where the leak is coming from? Have you turned your water off? And then what they're probably going to ask is what kind of flooring do you have? Like, is it tile? Because Mm -hmm. what they're doing is they're trying to assess the damage over the phone, right from the jump. If they think it's going to be like a pretty big claim based on what you're telling them, then they're going to take it a step further, but they may even just issue you. I mean, I've heard that they've sometimes will just issue someone very quickly, uh, like a check to, Fix certain damages without even really having to have an adjuster come out. But most of the time, they're then going to send uh, an adjuster out there who's going to assess the damage and give like a valuation for what's happened.
0: And what's the turnaround time typically on adjusters to come out and visit a property when there's damage? Really quick?
1: Yeah, it entirely depends. What Mm -hmm. they typically would recommend, and this is what I've heard from adjusters, is after you get off the phone with them and you get connected with your adjuster. The adjuster is going to call you and they're going to give you the timeline of when they're going to get there. Okay. They're going to ask you the same questions that that mm-hmm. claims rep did. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. have it all in their notes. So be ready to probably explain mm-hmm. your story a couple times. Yep. It's not that they're not listening, it's that they want to get an understanding yeah. as well.
0: Well, and it's important too. Let's say it's so severe that you're displaced, you're letting them know that we cannot live in these conditions. So, okay, again, that's drastic, but what happens in the event that w- this is bad?
1: Yeah. So like, are do you mean like if in the event someone's got to move out or do something like that? Tree
0: fell through right through your living room. I gotta immediately you got bad. water, wind, everything yep. coming through. Uh, yeah. Flooding. We're talking multiple floors. It started on the top and now it's draining through the walls and it's all over all the floors. We can't live in this mess.
1: Yep. Yeah. So that's where your coverage D, uh, okay. which is just as part of your standard homeowner's insurance, mm-hmm. and it's your loss of use. Okay. So that coverage is going to uh, pay for any excess expenses that you okay. may incur while like, having to live in a hotel or in an Airbnb or whatever it might Got be. It. So yeah,
0: you made a good point the other yeah. day when we were talking about this, let's say you have a family of four, yep. you're not just going to go to the best Western for a few nights or a week or two, right? Yeah. Uh, your two pups and your family of four, you're going to have to go get a short term rental, uh, or an extended say something like that. Those aren't cheap. Plus, uh, I asked you about this when I'm displaced, what about my mortgage? What about having to travel and having to pack and having the, all these expenses, is that covered under coverage D?
1: Yeah, so your mortgage is not covered. You're still going to be on the hook to okay. pay for your mortgage. What that's going to cover, though, is your extra living expenses. So now you're displaced from your home. Yep. You have decided, okay, I'm probably going to have to move into an Airbnb mm-hmm. uh, because you know I've got a couple dogs and like not many hotels are going to want to have a couple dogs, yep. my kids, yep. all that in a room. So once I move out there, they're going to pay for uh, all the expenses you incur while living there. Okay. What they'll also do, and this is really critical, is let us say that you're not able to cook home cooked meals while you're there so okay. now you're eating out all the time mm-hmm. you guys have a bigger food yeah. bill yeah you can show them what your normal budget is and what you normally spend on food and they'll pay the difference so let's say you're spending $300 more a month on food because okay. you have to eat out they're going to cover that i love that same with okay. your same with your gas let's say that airbnb or where or whatever it is yeah. is is farther from work mm-hmm. than your normal yeah. house same with your gas Correct. they're going to pay the difference yep. So take really good further.
0: notes if that were to happen to you. So that's worst case scenario. Let's go kind of back on, you know, hey, the upstairs is flooded or the downstairs is flooded now. So you call your insurance professional. They're going to send you to the claims department. The claims department is now going to send you to an adjuster. The adjuster is going to set up a time to come out and assess the damages. Yep. Okay,
1: what's next? So what they'll most likely recommend is for you to have a contractor come out. Mm-hmm. And that contractor's first, he's probably, I mean, if you've got standing water, most likely, You're gonna need to replace all the drywall all around the room or wherever it's at and there could be more damage behind the wall And so what that adjuster will recommend is have the contractor come out He's probably gonna cut around your drywall open the wall up see what other damage is there Mm -hmm. Because if you just have your adjuster come out, he's gonna be like yeah, the walls wet He doesn't know what what else could be below your subfloor could be, you know, completely soaked or Mm It might not be salvageable, Um, but that contractor is going to be able to give you a better idea and it'll then allow the adjuster to see what other damages there might be and give you a more accurate. Cool. um, So so contractor comes out, let's say bids
0: out the damages at $15,000. Then the, then you were telling me before that then now the adjuster will come back out and basically double check or confirm that those bids, those estimates are accurate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, and they have the adjuster's going to come out. He's going to take measurements and he's going to put in all this information into his computer. He's mm-hmm. got a program where mm-hmm. he's going to be like 15 feet of drywall and mm-hmm. it'll give him a number. Cool. And that's all they'll do it. Good.
0: Okay. So all, all pans out. Now you just go, you hire the contractor, the contractor gets paid through the insurance company or the insurance company cuts you a check, you pay the contractor, how does that
1: work? The insurance company's gonna cut you a check and you're gonna pay the contractor. Very good,
0: okay, good. I know contractor friends listen to that like that versus having to wait for uh, insurance companies to pay out. So here's another homework assignment, a big takeaway from this. If you do not, and this is just based off of Luke's example here, if you do not know where your main water shutoff is at your house, that's your homework assignment. If you can't figure it out, call the realtor that sold you the home. Um, they most likely have a copy of your home inspection, which will help identify where that's at, okay? So make sure you know that because in the event of flooding, you want to be able to shut off your water main. Okay? Absolutely. That's a big like bonus tip uh, from DK, the mortgage guy. All right, so anything else that we missed, Luke, or is this pretty good? No, I think that pretty much covers okay. it. Yeah, yeah, it covers it. I love it. I recommend local. Uh, I'm a big advocate of local. I tell every single one of my clients, a lot of times they start on the internet looking at mortgages because artificial intelligence is so smart nowadays, they're getting you mortgage info before you're even ready to buy a house or refinance. And I tell my clients that there's power and there's a big plus to working with someone local. That's why I like a guy like Luke. So if you have any questions, I'm going to put Luke's information in the description of today's podcast, today's video, if you're seeing this on YouTube. Uh, If you have any questions, I want you to reach out to us. I'd love to be a resource. And as a client of mine listening to this, you ever need anything, I don't even care if it's one o'clock in the morning and you have a tree fall through your house and you don't know what to do, you got me. You can call me. All right. Great job today. This was awesome, Luke. We're going to have Luke back to talk about auto insurance later too, but today was all about homeowners insurance. We'll see you next time on our next happy homeowner podcast. Bye guys.